vaccination for Josh. I mentioned previously that Josh was to have his vaccination and it was all systems go with the appointment booked for a recent Sunday evening. I planned everything with precision, bar of chocolate in my pocket for when we left the vaccination centre in case of upset. I dressed him in a t-shirt under his jacket so that he wouldn't have to be touched, which can cause alarm in itself. And away we went. We parked up at the car park, sanitised and masked up and off we went across the bridge and made our way to the vaccination centre. What an odd pair we must have looked. Me holding his hand, him measuring six foot three, and me a very average five foot five walking along, and it was already dark. We got to the door of the centre and there was a small queue ahead of us. Josh struggles with the mask, he, tr- he struggles to breathe and kept moving the mask from his nose, and I kept repeating calmly, mask on, with an intermittent good waiting being repeated regularly whilst I held his hand. A very kind lady who was ahead of us in the queue obviously heard me and clicked that he had autism, I think, as she very kindly offered for him to go ahead. A number of people had jumped ahead of her in the queue, and so I politely declined and thanked her as I felt she had waited long enough. So when it was our turn, an attendant came to the door and went to get a colleague to assist. We were asked to stand inside the door, and so I stood in front of Josh, holding both of his hands. An attendant came and spoke to me and stated that because it was an AstraZeneca clinic... Josh could not be vaccinated. The reason for this was that he was booked into the wrong clinic. Because he is 16, because of his diagnosis, he comes under the Group 6 category. However, AstraZeneca has not been tested on young adults under the age of 18 at this point, and so as a result, he should have been booked into the Pfizer clinic. I was disappointed at the mistake that was made at the time. This was a big deal for us, as it's challenging for Josh. The appointment had been booked by my doctor's surgery. The lady took Josh's details and mentioned that this hadn't been the only case on that day. We went home, but Josh still had the bar of chocolate. I felt it was the least I could do, given the inconvenience that I had put him through. We walked back to the car park, and there was a homeless person bedding down for the night, which really shocked me. I thought about what would happen to him throughout vaccinations, and how difficult it would be for the system to track him down and help him. I do hope that the powers that be will find a way of vaccinating him. Anyway, the following morning I rang the surgery and I left a message. I didn't receive a call back, so I rang later in the day. I asked if I could leave a message and was told no, but I should ring back the following morning. I rang the following morning. The lady in question rang me back whilst I was driving, and so like a dog with a bone, I rang her back, undeterred, and determined to try and sort this. It then transpired the vaccination centre that we attended has specific days for when it vaccinates with Pfizer and the others when AstraZeneca is offered. There were no slots offered to Josh as the Pfizer clinics were all full and we were still waiting to hear from the surgery as to when my son in Group 6 will be vaccinated. At the same time, his special needs school arranged for all over 16 students to be vaccinated on the 17th of March. Tony, in the meantime, was due to be vaccinated on the same day at another location. On March 16th, I got a call where they offered Josh a vaccination at the centre for the 18th through the doctors. I declined because of the one scheduled to take place at school. So March 17 arrived. I had been carrying out lateral flow tests on Josh for the last number of weeks, twice weekly, to ensure he remains COVID-free. I dressed him in a T-shirt underneath a hoodie for ease of access and sent him off to school, holding my breath, whilst a big part of me was wishing I could be with him for this. Tony drove off to a pharmacy a number of miles away to have his vaccination. He was all done, all was well. 
I then get an email at 11.49am to say that Josh has been a star and that he's had his vaccine and all was well. His teacher's relief was palpable, that he had plenty of treats in the form of chips and white chocolate buttons as a reward. So four of us have had our first jab and our daughter still awaits her time. We then all need to have the second jab, which will be 12 weeks from our first. I hope that I will receive mine and that we will all be done eventually with our daughter receiving hers in July. In the meantime, family and friends in Europe and Ireland, some of them are still waiting. Every other day we hear about countries temporarily stopping vaccination programmes because of fears of AstraZeneca causing clots. I suspect this uncertainty is normal with the vaccination. That is very new. But there's an enormous part of me that is waiting patiently for the time when we can all see each other again without restrictions and fear. And I really hope that day will be really soon. Take care.